And good morning, Sheila. How are you today? I'm great, Wayne. How are you today? I'm doing well. Thank you very much. And welcome to our listeners. Welcome to 27 Minutes with Sheila and Wayne, where we absolutely are doing things to help us with our skill sets and where we talk about skills that we have been learned, that we have learned, forgotten, and or totally abandoned to help us in our professional, personal, and lives in general. <laughs> Did I get it right, Sheila? You, that sounded good. Sounded good? All right. And you can contact me at mindsinking.com. Email me, Wayne, at mindsinking.com. And Sheila, how can they contact you? I have a website called zekeandsheila.com, or I'm at smcfb99 at yahoo.com. Excellent. And what verb are we talking about today? Today's verb is forget. 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 And it's been so interesting. A couple of weeks ago, we did remember, and to now do forget, it's quite a different perspective. It so is. So I'm looking forward to hearing what you have researched. <laughs> My research took me in a totally different area than I had anticipated. I love that. There was so much out there. I'm not sure if you found this to be true. There was so much out there. I I had to just cut it off, and, I, and I'm afraid I'm going to run over today. So <laughs> okay. please, hey, let's <laughs> please get talking. Keep, yeah, that's right. Keep me, keep me. Uh, uh, what's that? Keep me focused in on the uh, on on the okay. task at hand. Okay. Because there's so much here to be to be said. So anyway, as you said, let's get talking. Okay. All right. Forget. Um, I came away with. One, I always talk about my, my bullets. I came with really one, two, three, four, five, six topics of discussion that I want to go into. How about you? You know, I took a different path than usual, and uh, I, I took a personal path with my own history and experience with forgetting. <laughs> <laughs> so that's always an adventure. All right. And, uh, and also... Um, Forget in popular culture. A few notes about that. Okay. And my my bullets are, I have five types of forgetting, disadvantages of forgetting, advantages of forgetting, a change detection task, Ooh. a directed forgetting cue, and the forgetting curve. Whoa, sounds very scientific. The last three of which they are the last three of which I learned a multitude of information, two of them being from a psychiatrist or a psychologist perspective. And the last one, a study that was done um, in 2013, as a matter of fact. And wow, I was I was amazed because it it um, paralleled something that I used to do. I used to do a lot of um, skill building and things in front of mm -hmm. organizations. Mm -hmm. So I provided a lot of workshops and this guy said <laughs> some things that, oh, I knew, but I didn't know it in, in his lingo. Oh, it's always nice to have confirmation that your instincts are taking you in the right direction. Well, as luck would have it, correct. <laughs> <laughs> Good thing, because it's no fun to learn you've been doing it wrong. <laughs> right? Yes. The five types of forgetting that I've learned yes. or looked at was recall, cue-dependent forgetting, mm -hmm. organic causes, interference theories, and trace decay theory. 
how about you? What's one of your first bullets that you're wanting to talk about? You know, the first uh, bullet I wanted to talk about is when people go to doctor's visits and the astounding amount of information people forget when they get a particularly challenging diagnosis. And uh, this is backed by a 2003 journal of Ro the Royalty Society of Medicine, a lot of uh, British research on the subject about forgetting doctor's visits. And most patients get up to forget up to 50% of what a doctor says as soon as they leave the clinic. So that was that was uh, sobering i will say but i could identify with it really yeah okay yeah. you want to expand on that a little bit well i will a little bit um uh, i'm a almost 30 year survivor of breast cancer and not only did i experience that uh, phenomenon in the office but afterwards, I did have chemotherapy, and afterwards, there's a phenomenon called chemo brain, <laughs> and there's a lot of forgetting that goes along <laughs> with that too. <laughs> really? <laughs> so basically, I've had to learn a lot of tools. Um, in terms of chemo brain, too, ten to twenty percent of people have ongoing long-term problems with it. And my mother, my dear sweet mother, who believes in me and was there with me, thought I was making chemo brain up. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes I wonder myself. But anyway, so I've had to develop a lot of tools to help myself uh, remember things. And my life motto is, if you don't see me writing it down, it doesn't count as telling me. Wow. That's Very pretty nice. Bad. <laughs> Very nice. That's, no, that's a, you know, that's a great, but that's a good thing. It's a great reminder. And first of all, let me say congratulations to you on, your, you. Uh, on, your, on your battle with cancer. Um, well, and I and this, you know, is anyway. Congratulations, and and I Thank wish you. you the best. Thank you. In that. Thank you. I'm yes. I'm, I'm blessed and grateful. Yes, and and you said something in your um, statement about leaving the doctor's office that parallels also with the forgetting curve. But I'll get back to that when we get there. No, no, that's a good. Uh, that's a good segue. Okay. Well. Okay. Then I will go into the forgetting curve now because, as I said, this. This kind of teetered on the line of what I used to do because I used to provide a lot of workshops, a lot of skill building um, kinds of things with my clients and my class. I used to be a professor, so I would do the same thing in class. And this guy said that he, he, he asked questions. He said, first, how bad is the problem? And we're talking about forget. Mm -hmm. And how much do people forget? And then he says, research on the following curve, which is the forgetting curve, shows that within one hour, people will have forgotten an average of 50% of the information that you presented. Oh, that's which, discouraging as a professor. <laughs> which is what you just said about leaving the doctor's office. Yes, yes. And what he's talking about is really um, not necessarily in class, although I'm, I'm sure it has a huge impact on the class, but when you, when you have training sessions at work, and everybody comes in and, you know, it's a, it's a day training and nobody's working and everybody brings all their stuff with them. They're stepping in their notepads and iPads and all, all this good stuff. And they're taking notes and looking at slides and death by PowerPoint. You know how that goes. <laughs> yeah, I do know how that goes. <laughs> he says that we spend billions. He says this, um, although corporations spend $60 billion a year on training, this investment is like pumping gas into a car that has a hole in the uh, tank. Because he says, yeah, you lose 50% um, within the first hour. 
And within 24 hours, they have forgotten an average of 70% of new information. And then within a week, forgetting claims an average of 90%. So everybody has chemo brain, as it turns out. Everybody has chemo brain, <laughs> as it turns out. <laughs> However, there is, a, there is a light that shines on that because there's a way to fix that or correct that Excellent. or make that make that go in the positive direction. And we'll talk about that a little bit later too. Uh, okay. The teaser. Okay. <laughs> yes. That, that teaser. So the following types of forgetting recall, obviously recall in memory, it refers to the mental process of retrieval of information from the past. And I know we all do this. Hey, what was that movie that I watched? Ooh, what was that, 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 that the boss said, and oh, who was driving that car? You, we've all done that. I've been yes. there many times. I still yep. do that today. Always. And, and I have a little bit more trouble remembering because recall, because it says some of the organic causes of forgetting is Alzheimer's, amnesia, right. dementia, consolidation theory, and the gradual slowing down of the central nervous system due to something that we all do, getting older. Yeah. <laughs> it's inevitable. Yep. Yep. It's it not is. always inevitable. There are things we can do. There are. There are. Yes. And another type of forgetting was the interference theories. And it said that interference is one of the theories to explain how and why forgetting occurs in long-term memory. Interference is a memory phenomenon in which some memories interfere with the retrieval of other memories. He says, essentially, interference occurs when some information makes it difficult to recall similar material. And the example that I read in this article was, if you're an actor and must learn a new monologue for a play, you may forget the previous monologue that you learned for a different play. Now, so it I don't, superimposes? Exactly. I don't know about you, but I, I, I was a thespian in, in high school oh, and college. Good yes. And I also dabbled in that um, and as a young adult as well. And learning a play, um, learning your lines for a play, and then mm -hmm. two weeks later, learning a different one, we had, to, we had to come up with some kind of coping mechanisms to get that other play out of our head because it's a different character, a different line set, a different focus. And I, reading this article, I was amazed at how our director was able to help us do that. Ah, it was that's really, a great life skills. It, it is. It is. And I've seen it work at work as well. Okay. Um, but again, how about you? What's one of the things you want to tell us? Let's see. Uh, I We're going to talk about this more because on this rare occasion, we did touch base for a minute on some of the things we we're going to talk about. But I was going to talk about compartmentalizing and um, the value of setting aside memories. Uh, so that they don't interfere with your daily life. Okay. So how about set aside theories? Well, I didn't look up theories particularly. I love it when when we do research that comes up with the theories as you've been describing. But a lot of times uh, I've got some family members who experience some trauma and part of their therapy process uh, it goes in two different directions. One is to um, reduce the trauma of repeating the memory um, and the other is to uh, acknowledge that it happened and set it aside and don't don't go retrieving it. Um, 
because you've got to focus on other things. So uh, the, the second one is really something you do in the moment to get through it. And then the, the first thing is what you do to, to have long-term he uh, healthy response. Okay, excellent. And maybe this kind of is tangent to that. One of the other types of forgetting that I looked up was cue-dependent forgetting. And we've kind of talked about this one example before, but I'm going to bring it up because it okay. was absolutely on point. And when they talked about cue-dependent forgetting, they talked about when you have this reconciliation or of a memory and it's kind of fuzzy and you can't bring everything into play, but someone else may trigger that by suggesting a word or saying, hey, on your trip, or remember last week at work when you did such and such, then boom, all of a sudden it all comes back. Oh yeah, that's right. And so cue dependent forgetting. And again, this is a skill that we can use that I've seen use. Good. And, and we've talked to, remember I told you about my boss where we would always have a meeting prior to work and yes. after work and kind of yes. go through the list because I had a spiral note graph and a notebook. And like you said, if I don't write it down, I, yep. it was like it's never been said. That's right. So I, I wrote everything down that we were supposed to do today, going to do tomorrow. And I would tick off and I had this little um, shorthand kind of code for myself to know which one was completed, which task was completed at what time, by whom, and all this good stuff. Anyway, he said to me once, Oh, yeah. And let's talk about this issue and remind me tomorrow that I'm mad at him. Oh, yeah, that was a great story. <laughs> Remember? And so he and so it was almost like you just said he compartmentalized that he took it out of his brain, put yep. it in the desk drawer yep. and he didn't think about it. And then the next day he says, OK, as we go through this, you got anything else? I said, yeah. You're, you tell me to remind me that you're mad at him. And he said, oh, yeah. And it's almost <laughs> like he opened up his desk and pulled it out and remembered everything that he was mad at. He was and mad at all over. Mad about and he it was all over mad again. all over again. It was almost like it had just happened. He said, and he, he called to his administrator and said, get him on the phone because I'm mad at him. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really like that. I, I'm trying to think of ways I can apply that to my own life. <laughs> <laughs> so that's cue dependent forgetting. And, and I liked it. It's, it's very, very cool. Yeah. Yes. Uh, another neat one I have is called trace decay theory. Yeah. And, and trace decay, as you can, as the name or the words imply, it's, it's almost like little bits just kind of go away, decayed over time erode. And it says um, that the theory states that the forgetting occurs as a result of the automatic decay or fading of the memory trace. And trace decay theory focuses on time and the limited duration of short-term memory. And then it goes on further to say that short-term memory is really information that we can hold for between 15 and 30 seconds unless it is rehearsed. And I said, wow, rehearsed. And that took me back to the classroom, either as a student or a professor, it didn't really matter. Mm -hmm. But we tend to, it, when you're taking notes, you hear a, a thought or you hear a key term from your professor and you write that down and as you're rewriting that that's kind of boosting if you will that short short-term memory and saying hey this is important you know, i have go ahead I, I was just going to say 
I taking notes is critical and always has been for me in terms of hearing information and retaining it. I don't always even have to go back and reread the notes. It's just the process of writing it down that helps set it in my memory. Exactly. And they call that in, in the forgetting curve, they call that boosting. And boosting could be, it could be a quiz. It could be a, okay, immediate um, recollection of what we just talked about. It could be you paraphrasing what I just said. It could be the boss doing a subjective kind of thing at work. When we do the training, uh, let's say we, we did the, the day of tr tr training on Monday and Tuesday, we come in and the boss says, okay, let's imply or employ some of those skills that we learned yesterday. And let's don't do them all, but let's do one, two or three. That's called boosting. And as you said, it imprints and overwrites your short-term memory and push, pushes that into a longer-term memory. And the more you do that, and I'm going to make a sports metaphor here. Okay. Every time you practice and you impractice with that technique, you get better and it imprints deeper and harder and longer in your memory. Nice. Same thing. I. This is just fun stuff. I. You can't make this up. Don't need to. It's right here. <laughs> <laughs> I like this. <laughs> That's And what I love is hearing uh, or pulling out the tools that help me improve my quality of life <laughs> as you're talking about this. I am actually taking notes about what you're saying here. <laughs> okay. Oh, well, all right. Oh, if you would like me, I will continue. But if not, yeah, no, move okay. on. Keep going. I, I want to talk about my disadvantages of forgetting. And I'm not going to bring up examples of all these because there's some things we want to talk talk about at the end um, more, but disadvantages of forgetting. There's an emotional disadvantage for forgetting um, because emotionally you can just be, ooh, you can beat yourself up or others could beat you up because you forgot a birthday, you forgot a wedding anniversary, mm, you forgot right. someone's graduation, you forgot to do that presentation at work. <laughs> oh, wait, that was 15 minutes ago. I was supposed to be there. Oh, and you're emotionally a wreck. There's physical disadvantages, stress. There's professional disadvantages, which we just said, um, you know, forgetting things, forgetting things in a trend um, is is disastrous if you're looking to get promoted or looking to get more responsibility. Right. If you can't be trusted to do the little things, you certainly can't be trusted to do the big things. Personal there's a disadvantage of forgetting is personal because you take it personal. And going back to my sports metaphor, how many times have you heard on watching football? Do you watch football at all on TV? I, I do. Yes. Love. I love a professional game. I love a high school game. Excellent. TV's a little and, harder. Yeah. And I'm sure you've heard the announcers or the MCs saying, the host saying, ah, a quarterback needs to have short term memory about yeah. that last interception he threw. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Yes. yes. Yeah. They, they, they've got to have short, they've got to forget, forget it now and just put it in the back of your head and just go. So that's, that's a personal kind of thing. Here's one that I really enjoyed, a disadvantage of forgetting. It clouds your thinking like a computer. You know, you put all these files onto your computer. And when you get to the gigabyte, terabyte, whatever byte that is that you have <laughs> on your computer and is full, your computer becomes very, very sluggish, lethargic, and uh, I can't take any more. It's filled right. the brim. So it slows you way down. Personally, it slows you way down 
and your concentration is drastically jeopardized. Good point. Forgetting, I, there, there's Sheila. You, you got to help me. There's got to be ways that we can we can fix that, change that, make that better. Are there ways to do that? Yes, you know, uh, sometimes <laughs> that sure sounds like a lead-in question. <laughs> um, someone described uh, uh, not using the easily available tools as sitting under a child's crib mobile, 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 um, and having things kind of floating around your consciousness, and and trying to trying to grab them as they go by to remember them as opposed to the simple process of writing down a list. And then you don't have to try to keep remembering or grabbing them as they go by. They're right there. The to-do list is one of the most simple and overlooked useful tools ever invented. And technology is our friend that way because we now have in the palm of our hand a tool that not only helps us retrieve information but organize it at reminder lists checklists to-do lists calendars it's all right there you got to learn how to use them though that's the only catch do, do i have that instrument do i have that device i i don't i know hardly anyone who doesn't have that device over the age of seven <laughs> <laughs> oh are you talking about my phone i am talking about your phone wow Okay, I do have that. <laughs> Although, to be fair, even though I've got a great reminder app there, I still have to write it down myself on a piece of paper, my checklist. And, and you know what? When I was in the military, I learned a few things about those kinds of lists. And when I was taking flying lessons, I learned how to fly an airplane. I learned how to fly a helicopter. And in both of those situations, there's a checklist Yes. So, so that you don't forget. Um, and every time we get get ready to prep the plane or take off, we had to go through the checklist. This, you know, this button's done, this button done, comms are up, this is up, this, you know, flaps are down, blah, 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 all this good stuff. And in preparation for landing, we what did we pull out? We pulled out a checklist mm-hmm. and everything's there because you don't want to forget to put the gear down. You d- I don't want you to forget to put the gear down. <laughs> right? And it's and it's right there. And I think that's why, one of the reasons why when I was a, the second, in, in second guy, anyway, number two, and always working with the boss, facilitating with the boss, I always had my list of things to do, things that we had done, so that I didn't have to remember what was missing or what I didn't have or, and my boss would never be surprised because mm. I didn't miss much. Not right. miss a few things, but I didn't miss right. much. And, and that list saved my, my derriere so many times. <laughs> yeah. I tell you. Yeah. Yeah. And in the context of going to a doctor's appointment, as I was talking before, if it's so handy, I've become in, in, in my circle of friends, the, the one who goes with you to an appointment to write things down so that you don't have to remember it. So, and then he'll read it back to you after the doctor's appointment. So, so if you don't have an advocate to take with you to do that, then your notepad is your advocate. Your spiral bound notebook is your advocate. I got it. 
And you asked me earlier to to kind of give you a nudge. There's another word we use, a, yes. a verb, to give you a nudge as we're getting close. So it's getting close. Oh, my gosh. There's always so much more we want to talk about. I, I but... know. <laughs> so we know that our topic here is relationships and verbs. And so my challenge to you, Wayne, and to anyone else who might be interested in making their own little list is to come up with the top five things to never forget. And they don't have to be in a specific order. Okay. And what are the top, what's, what's your first one? So my first one, not in any particular order, is to uh, love people. Uh -huh. Love one another. To love one another. Never okay. forget to love one another. And, and I'm going to go, while you're doing that, I'm going to go through advantages of forgetting. Yes. So, and I have, I said, I said I had four, so here's my number one. And again, these are not in any order, but advantage of forgetting. If we do that, we focus on what is important. Yes. That's one advantage, focusing on what is important. Okay. Good. So one other thing to never forget is to forgive, but don't forget. So remember to forgive, but don't forget. Ah. That, and that's a whole nother topic. It absolutely is. And my number two for advantages of forgetting was quality of everything else increases. Because mm. you can't be a jack of all trade, but you can certainly hone in on three things and make those three things better if you don't have to worry about the other 25. <laughs> Makes sense. Makes sense. Okay. So my number three is don't forget to live in the present moment. Wow. Ch children and pets are really handy for that. Are they? Yes. They, they have immediate needs and they want your attention right now, right here. <laughs> don't forget to live in the present moment. I like that. All right. All right. My number three advantage for forgetting is it reduces stress on the body. You feel so much better. Ah, yeah. Your shoulders okay. relax. Take a deep breath. Ah, yes. Okay. It's good. And for you? Be grateful. Be grateful. Be grateful. It's a great place to be. Great place to live in. Don't forget I'm, to be I'm writing this down. I, I like all of these. Yay. This is so nice. Love one another. Okay. Uh-huh. And my number four, my last one, it says advantage of forgetting clears your mind like clearing cash in your computer and ah. ah i have room i can stretch whoa i can put my arms ah, up without touching good. anything oh this is good and so it just removes the brain just clears the brain and you can start to think more clearly and it's not fun like it i like I it i like it too and your number next one is a deviation from much of what i've been saying which is don't forget your crypto wallet password <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's a great podcast about people who have done that. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> Come to terms with the fact that you just lost $22 million. <laughs> Excellent. Oh. Well, and, Wayne and everybody, thank you for listening today. Wayne, thanks for a lot of fun information today. And Sheila, thanks to you as well. And for everyone out there, thank you for listening to our podcast. This is 27 Minutes with Sheila and Wayne. And Sheila, would you take us home, please? Yes. Um, please give us feedback on what else you'd like to hear. It always comes down to relationships and verbs. And thank you so much for listening. Thanks, everyone. Bye now. Bye-bye.